Easter Sunday, Resurrection Day. It's like the whole Christian life culminates today. You know, so, so, so the question that I have for you to get started this morning is, is how important is the resurrection? How important? And I want to answer that question this morning. My sermon is not long. We have something else in store for you this morning that I believe is going to blow your mind. So make sure there's tissues around you because in a few minutes uh, you're going to need some. Amen? Is it cold in here? I see some of you are okay. Praise the Lord. I see some of you are like, I got icicles hanging off my ears, Pastor Ron. Can we? When you start getting in worship and all those bodies loving on Jesus, uh, the atmosphere heats up a little bit. But uh, let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 15. And I'm going to pray, and then we're going to share the Word of God with you a little bit. Uh, this is my third sermon in three days. So uh, I'm preaching. Yeah, yeah. No, it's good. I love it. But I'm like, uh, Pastor Tiny let me know this morning. You know, the disciple whom Jesus loved was John, not Peter, because Friday night I was talking about Peter, because today I'm talking about Peter. So I'm getting all my biblical characters confused a little bit. But forgive me, if you will. Uh, but let's pray, because I don't want to make that mistake again. Lord, would you help me this morning? Help me to preach the word of God this morning. Help me to share Jesus with these fine people who love you this morning, who are in this room, and for many different reasons, some because it's Easter and they're here with family, some because they love you and they know what this day means, some because it's out of ritual or habit or it's a religious nature, some because they just are searching for something different in life. They're searching for hope. They're searching for love. They're searching for something that would change their life. And we know his name is Jesus. We invite you into this room, Lord. You have already been here with us this morning, and we ask that you would stay and open our hearts and our ears to the word of God. Let us leave this place more in love with you than when we walked in the door. In Jesus' name, amen. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Verses 12 through 14. Now, if Christ has preached that he has been risen from the dead, how do some among you say there is no resurrection of the dead? But if there is no resurrection of the dead, then Christ is not risen. And if Christ is not risen, then our preaching is empty, and your faith is also empty. Easter Sunday, Resurrection Sunday, it is the central theme. It is the most important day of the calendar for those who believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. We could never be at this day if there wasn't Christmas. But if Jesus wouldn't have followed through with the plan that God had for him to die on that Friday afternoon and then to raise from the dead, all hope would be lost. You know, there's a lot of books out there. If you're somebody that is searching and seeking for answers about the resurrection, and, and it seems far-fetched to you. There are some great writings other than the book. This is the best book. This is the good book. This is the only living book. But there are some good books out there that help with understanding, and, and, and a couple, I'll just give you a couple of them, because you may be somebody who, who just likes to read about this. Uh, uh, Lee Strobel, Case for Christ. Read it. Josh McDowell, evidence that demands a verdict. 
another, another story about the resurrection. C.S. Lewis, Mere Christianity. Just a couple of resources that, that you can read that helps you with this story because there are many people sitting in the church today that don't believe in the resurrection. There are many people that sit in the pews, and there may be one or two here this morning that have a doubt in their heart or in their mind that the resurrection is true. How can a man be raised from the dead? There are doctrines out there. There are religions out there that teach that Jesus isn't the matter of fact, our brothers and sisters, our dear Jewish friends, do not believe yet that Jesus is the Messiah. With all the evidences and all the studying they still have blinders on their eyes. Amen? But if the truth be told today, he is risen. And you say he is risen indeed. Amen? The, re the resurrection is the central message of Christianity. Everything comes around, is centered around the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Because without the resurrection, this whole book is false. Without the resurrection, my faith is useless. My faith is useless. Easy for you to say. <laughs> hey, I've been up since 4 o'clock this morning. What's your excuse? <laughs> and only one cup of coffee. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But because Jesus rose from the dead, we can experience the resurrection power in our lives. Come on, somebody. Yeah. That's the reason Jesus raised from the dead, was to overcome hell, death, and the grave, and to give you the power to overcome your problems. Amen? 1 Corinthians 15 says this, verse 1. Moreover, brethren, I declare to you the gospel which I preach to you, which also you received and in which you stand, by which also you are saved. If you hold fast that word which I preach to you, unless you believed in vain. For I delivered to you first of all which I also received, that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, and that he was buried... And that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. And he was seen by Cephas, then by the twelve. After that, he was seen by over 500 brethren at once. Just a little side note, a little segue, a little bit of teaching. Cephas is Peter. Peter in Hebrew means the rock. And Cephas in Aramaic means the rock. Actually, Peter means the stone, but... So when you see in Paul writings, there's several times that the name Cephas, and sometimes I remember when I was reading that, who's Cephas? I've never heard of this guy before. It's actually Peter. Peter's the rock. But listen, without the resurrection of Jesus, there is no Christianity. You and I have wasted our day without the resurrection of Jesus. Although, let me say this. My worst day as a Christian has been better than my best day as a non-Christian. The freedom and the liberty and the joy and the hope and the love and the peace that I longed for as an unsaved man, I found in Jesus Christ. I found in the house of God. I found in fellowship with you. And with others all across this globe that I've come in contact with. Amen? Amen. So, i got to be careful saying this because every word in this Bible is true. 
But if it wasn't, it's still a better life. It's still a better life. Choose this day whom you'll serve. But as for me and my house, amen, as for me and my house, as for you and your house, praise the Lord. You know, Jesus was a great teacher, but Christianity is not based on Jesus' teachings. Think about that. Jesus was an awesome miracle worker. But Christianity is not based on the miracles of Jesus. All of those are important, and they teach us a lot about the person of Jesus and, and the reasons and the things that he provides to the believer. But the central message of Christianity is the resurrection of Jesus Christ. I know the air came back on. I don't know what's going on here. There you go. So I want to share with you the story of the resurrection here for a few minutes. It's in Luke chapter 24. How many were here this morning for the sunrise service? Praise God. We had 66 people at that service. Hey, overflow room. See you over there. Do I look good on TV too? No, I'm kidding. Thank you. Because I have the perfect face for radio. You heard that, yeah. yeah. Luke chapter 24, we're going to read verses 1 through 12. Now on the first day of the week, early in the morning, they and certain other women with them came to the tomb, bringing the spices which they had prepared. But they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. Then they went in and did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. And it happened as they were greatly perplexed about this, that behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. Then as they were afraid, they bowed their faces to the earth, and they said to them, Why do you seek the living among the dead? He is not here, but is risen. Remember how he spoke to you when he was still in Galilee, saying the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and on the third day rise again. And they remembered his words, and they returned from the tomb, and they told all these things to the eleven and to all the rest. It was Mary Magdalene. Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the other woman with them, who told these things to the apostles. And their words seemed to them like idle tales, and they did not believe them. But Peter arose and ran to the tomb, and stooping down, he saw the linen cloths lying by themselves, and he departed, marveling to himself at what had happened. Listen, there could only be two responses to the resurrection. To some, it seems like Idle tales, foolishness. Before Christ, it was confusing to me. It was foolishness. It was idle tales to my mind. To others, you will respond like Peter, and you'll run towards Jesus. Which category do you, you can't, there is no middle ground. You either believe or you disbelieve. But the choice is yours. See, the great thing about our Savior is he gives us free will. Otherwise, we'd be all, I love you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Right? He's not looking for that. He wants people who will lose themselves in worship before him, who will weep it out, who will snot up the carpets of the churches, amen, who, who will get up at 4 o'clock in the morning to go to a sunrise service. 
I'm not mad if you didn't make it. I'm just saying, what do you do? What do you sacrifice towards the Lord Jesus Christ? What do you give to him? What, what is your best gift you give to him? What is it you leave at the altar every time you get a chance to come into the house of God? Every time I come to church, I want to leave something here that I don't have to carry anymore. Amen? I want to leave something at the foot of the cross because Jesus died to take that on. I don't have to carry it home today, amen? You don't have to tear, carry your burdens home today. You don't have to carry your sickness home today. You don't have to carry your drug addiction home anymore. Come on, leave your cigarettes at the altar today. Leave your drugs at the altar today. Leave your pride at the altar today. Leave your, leave your jealousy at the altar today, amen? Sorry, spitting section. I didn't even know this was a preaching type sermon until I started preaching it. I have been in church services like this atmosphere, and I have seen people walk out the door with the altars filled with tobacco, chewing and smoking and, and crack pipes and needles and, and bags of dope. And, and I'm telling you, I hope the pastor flushed the stuff, you know what I'm saying? But I've seen it. I've seen it. He did, I know. He actually had me witness it, so... Look at John chapter 11. Let's read this together. I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. And he, whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? Yeah. Do you believe it? Yeah. Do you know the power of Jesus and his resurrection in your life? The resurrection reminds us that no matter how dark the night is, dawn always comes, amen? It reminds us that no matter how cold and how long the winter is, oh, spring is coming. Come on, somebody. It, matters, it, it reminds us that no matter how much sorrow there is in the evening, joy comes in the morning. And his name is Jesus. Your joy is found in Jesus Christ, amen? Woo! Why don't you all join me up here? You should feel this atmosphere right now. Just kidding. There's not room. <laughs> you know, the resurrection is the promise of a new life. That's what he promised us through the resurrection, to give you a new life. How many of you are tired of the old life? How many of you left the old life behind, just left it at the altar? How many of you still need to leave some things behind? How many of you would be bold enough this, this morning and say, Jesus, there's still a part of me that I need to give to you. I haven't given you all of my all, Lord. Today is a day to celebrate. Too many people are still stuck on Good Friday. Some churches you go in and the Savior's still hanging on the cross. Man, he ain't there anymore. Come on, somebody. He ain't even in the tomb anymore. Come on, somebody. He was shouting from a rock. Amen. He is the rock. Mike, why don't you join me, man? I, I told you I wasn't going to be doing this for too long. Those of you that are helping me with this next part, go ahead and make your way to the staging area. Don't get nervous, church, when some people leave the room. It's okay. It's, it's all planned, I promise. They're not mad at me yet. Well, maybe they are, but. Romans chapter 8, verse 11 says this. But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, 
He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. But if the spirit who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he will raise you up out of things that hold you back, out of strongholds over your life. Some of you have been under a stronghold. You've been under a, 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 I'll even say this, some of you are still addicted. You love Jesus. You gave your life to Jesus. But some of you are still hitting the crack pipe. I'm just going to tell it like it is. Some of you are still going home, and, 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 and your desire when you leave this place today is, I don't want to do it again, Lord. I don't want to do it. I understand that battle. Man, I lived that battle for too long. I fought that fight in myself for too long. Being done with it and going home and being so weak. Picking up my sin and embracing that thing and loving on it. Pushing Jesus aside. But I'm telling you, it's the resurrected power of Jesus Christ that set me free. It's the power of God that will set you free. Whatever you're holding on to, you just got to let go of it. God wants to take your old broken lives and make all things new. Are you a sinner? Jesus died on the cross to pay for your sins, to forgive you. Are you depressed? He wants to give you joy unspeakable and full of glory. Are you sick? Jesus wants to bring healing into your life. When I think about the resurrection, and this whole day I've just been reflecting on my old self. I don't want to share my testimony with you this morning, but man, there's some stuff. There's some stuff in my past that held me down, that beat me up, that caused me to contemplate suicide time and time again. Jesus gave me a new life. Jesus gave me a new life. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 1 says this, And you he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins. You he made alive who were dead in trespasses. You he made alive. You he made alive. He made you alive. It's the resurrection of the Jesus that makes you alive today. God is good. I want you to listen to this song.
Take off. 
chains wipe away every stain Cause I'm not who I used to be So I shake off these heavy chains Wipe away every stain I'm not who I used to be Cause I say seven DUIs forgiven seven times 70 amen God is good you know Matthew 28 the Bible says come to me all you who labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest the only way Jesus can give you rest from all of your troubles from all of your anxiety from all of your sin from all of your strongholds from all of your addictions because of the resurrection. Do you believe? With every head bowed in this place. I wonder if there's one here today that would like to say yes to Jesus. Maybe you're here and you saw your life on one of these pieces of cardboard or maybe several of them. And you'd like one day to be able to hold up a piece of paper with the other side that says, I have been delivered this morning you would say yes to Jesus you would make him your Lord and Savior are you here if you're here show me your hand say pastor I want to pray I want to pray to receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior hallelujah let's pray this together say Jesus thank you for dying for me thank you for taking my sins to the cross but Lord thank you for resurrecting Thank you for saving my life. Thank you for setting me free. I accept your forgiveness. I accept your grace. I accept your mercy. In your name I pray. Amen. Amen. Let's give a hand to all these again. Hallelujah. Thank you, guys. Thank you.